Welcome back to the Willpower Podcast. My name is William Gomez, and I am the host of the show. Today, we have George Lopez with us. Uh, probably not the same George Lopez that you're thinking of, but George today has is bringing some great, valuable content for us today, sharing his story. He's a local bodybuilder and also a local entrepreneur. He has his own gym, opened it in 2017 named Hardbody, GL Hardbody. And I can't wait for you to listen to the story of how it all started back in 2010. George Lopez, man, how are you doing today? I'm great. Welcome to the Willpower Podcast. If you want to, if you want to uh, bring this up a little bit more, so we can hear you, yes, sir. Um, man. Thank you so much for being here today, man. And uh, I'm super, super excited to have you on. Um, we had been talking about bringing you on and just kind of, you know, really catching up. You know, uh, you and I met back in like 20. 13, 2014, back at Gold's Gym, and, uh, you know, we both kind of have come have come some way, you know, right. to kind of where we're at right now um, in our careers and just personal brand and stuff, so I, I was like, let's let's have, have a catch-up meeting um, on a podcast, man, so uh, for people that don't know you, uh, and if they're not watching, you, they might think that you are George Lopez, which, <laughs> the you, comedian, you know, yeah, which I get a lot, yeah. <laughs> which you, uh, <laughs> You kind of look like him a little, <laughs> but um, no, go ahead and give a one minute introduction to people that maybe haven't heard of your name. Well, first off, I want to say thank you for having me on your show. Uh, you've been doing a lot of amazing things and it's awesome for the community. And I thank appreciate you, you having me. Um, I'm George Lopez. For anyone that don't know me, I'm from the Bronx, New York. I've been in Tulsa for 17 years now. Um, a lot of people know me from a gym. A lot of people have seen you me work out every gym. I do. If you I guys do. can't see the the, <laughs> if you guys aren't watching, just listening. This guy, how tall are you? I'm about six two and a half, six three. It's but, on but, a good day. But you're like, I mean, how much do you weigh? Right now, two sixty. Yeah, and it's and I don't. Do you know your body fat? Um, I'm, I try to keep it below 10. 10%. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy is, he's in shape for sure. So Thank you. people, people know you from the gym and, and what else? So I, I like to call myself a serial entrepreneur. Um, I don't have a cap to anything that I do. Uh, I like to pretty much whatever I get into as far as, you know, when it comes to business, I try to get myself into it. A lot of times I get the opportunity brought to me. A lot of times people tend to uh, throw things my way and if it makes sense and I'm, I'm in it. Yeah. You know, so I love it, man. And, uh, you know, for the local people that are listening to the show, I think that they most likely have heard your name or at least seen you around just because you you are a big part of the community and what you're doing and everything. Uh, one of, you know, your biggest um, uh, things that you have going on is, is the gym, it's which the gym. which <clears throat> we met at Gold's, but then you ended up going and opening up a new gym, which actually I think one or maybe two people from this office even work out there and stuff. So when did you open that and what kind of drove you to kind of open that up? So, um, <clears throat> well, let me, let me go back a little bit. So like I said, I'm from New York. I moved to here in 2006 um, for school. I went to Spartan College Aeronautics. I did the whole aviation industry thing. Okay. I did that for about six seven years um i wasn't kind of aviation's my first passion which i love you know dealing with aircrafts and things like that what you were know? you doing like so i was a, a mp mechanic okay um that's what brought me to tulsa and then um meanwhile um i started i, I found the gym a whole gym family which was ghost gym at the time well, that's where i met you yeah and I, I got into fitness you know started falling in love more with the, with the whole bodybuilding aspect of things and then people started gravitating towards me and i realized how much of a 
uh, a calling I had in, when it came to fitness. Yeah. And so, I st- long story short, I said, you know, why don't I go ahead and get certified to personal training? Because I, I noticed a lot of people started gravitating towards me. They liked what I was doing. They yeah. wanted to be around me and things like that. So, I was like, wow, I can make this into a business. So, I went ahead in 2000, I believe, 2010. I got certified and started, you know, doing the whole personal training thing. But on the side, yeah. I was doing it at Gold's Gym at the time. A lot of people didn't know yeah. I was training because I didn't want to, Per se, join the join Ghost Gym to work for them. Yeah. So I wanted to work for myself. Meanwhile, I still had a full time job working at a you know in the whole in the aviation stuff. The more I did it, the more people started you know hearing about me. People call and ask you know because it, it, it spread it fast word yeah. of mouth. You know people started calling towards me, but like, hey man, are you training? Are you? I'm like, well, I do a little bit, you know. Yeah. But you know, if you you're more than welcome to join me if you like. And I mean, overnight just started growing. You know, so I I came up with the name Hardbody, GL Hardbody, and then um, long story short, 2017. Um, that's when I went ahead and just said, you know what? Why don't I just go ahead and do this full time? Yeah. And I went ahead and opened my own gym, which is Hardbody Gym. Now I started with a 2,500 square 2,500 square feet facility, and then and within the year. I grew to 5,000 square foot. I, I was like, wow, we was going too fast. Membership, training, clients. Um, so in 2018, I moved to two, uh, to 5,000 square foot. And then two years later, now where we at today, which is 2020, I got it. I went ahead and just, you know, we went 10,000 square foot. So it, That's it, crazy, it was, man. It was just fast. The yeah. way it happened, everything was so fast, you know, so. So you've been open for about five years now? Five years, yeah. correct. So what is something that you feel that that you maybe weren't expecting? Like, it sounds, what's crazy is like, whenever you first started um, kind of personal training on the side, mm-hmm. you weren't expecting for everybody to kind of reach out to you and call you, which, which what's crazy is that so many people whenever they start something, let's say on the side or, or they, most people have to go out there and market themselves right. and, and have to go out there and, and sell pretty much, you know? And then, but whenever it comes like that, like I had, I don't know if you know, uh, Jonathan Keneally, coach JC, um, mm. he has a gym, um, and does a lot of different things as well. I had him on the podcast okay. and, uh, um, he owns uh, DSD. Um, okay, yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So he was telling me kind of like when, how he got into personal coaching is he was just like, talking to people and just you know motivating them and helping them out and he said how I asked him how he started his business and he said you know people kept reaching out to me and saying like this guy you know can help you out you know and uh and then one guy said so how much do you charge Mm -hmm. and he said um I don't what do you mean like I don't charge and he said once he got his first like deal of like 500 bucks, he was, it just kind of took off from there and made into a business there. So like, were you expecting it to blow up like it did? Like go from the uh, location to location, location? Not at all, man. Not at all. You know, first thing it was more of my wife. She saw the growth. She seen how people gravitated towards me when it came to fitness. And I always tell other trainers that are up and coming, you're a walking billboard. Mm-hmm. You market yourself by the way you look, the way you carry yourself. A lot of times people, I'll go to a grocery store, people be like, hey, are you a trainer? I'm like, well, no, but I know a little something. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, would you mind? And so we exchange numbers. And then that's how it happened in the beginning. It was just more people will come up to me all the time. What do you work out at? Are you a trainer? Are you a coach? And so I was like, man, you know what? And my wife was like, well, George, I mean, might as well do it for yeah. a time. You love doing fitness anyway, so yeah. it only makes sense, you know? Have you ever ran into, like, any burnout? Burnout? What do you mean? Burnout, like, as far as, like, in, in like being at the gym all the time? 
and, uh, and, and then like f to where it translates, whether it's business, but I'm really mainly talking about, um, like you personally, like as far as like, you're like, Oh man, I'm here all the time. Now I have to work out and stuff. Like, have you ever experienced any of that? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have because when I was training at the time, I used to be in the gym for 12, 16 hours at a time. I mean, after a while being there for so long, sacrificing time with my family, um, yeah, there was a time I did it for a four-year span every single day, you know, being at the gym for 12, 16 yeah. hours. Yeah, I did get burnt out a little bit. Yeah. But as far as, like, working out, being at the gym, no, that's just something I, I enjoy doing. Yeah. It's a passion of mine, so no. The reason I, I wanted to ask that is because so many people don't realize that I feel like they look at people like, let's say like you, mm -hmm. and, and they're like, sure, it's easy for this guy to go to the gym. I mean, he already right. looks good. Right. Uh, he's already strong. Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't have to worry about people criticizing him or right. whatever the excuses are out there. But people don't realize that even even people that that have, like, they're walking billboard right now that they, they look good up front. They don't realize all the work that, that happens in the back end. It, it's funny how people might see you today and they right. say, man, your gym is like, you blew up overnight. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah. dude, like this started back in 2010 whenever I got certified. And, right. and like, if I would have just been like, boom, I want to open a gym. I don't know if it would be the successful, like it takes work. It takes work. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and yeah, like that's one thing that a lot of people tell me all the time. They're like, sure. Like it's easy for you and stuff, but you know, I'll tell you the morning that I tore my Achilles, I, it was the day before the Super Bowl, and uh, the night before we were at a birthday party and I, there was this guy that I, uh, that I knew and I knew that he ran a, uh, uh, a half marathon last year at Oklahoma city. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, in 2021, I went ahead and ran two half marathons without training just to see if I could do it and, you know, went and, uh, but then it's just like for me running, it's like, I'm like naturally gifted at it, but I don't really care to, to do it. Like, it's just, you know, I just, I'm just like, ah, it's kind of boring, you know, <laughs> I but agree. I, but I love to compete in right. like anything. So right. I'm just like, sure. Like let's, let's get in this race and see how good we can do. Right. So I told him, I said, Hey, are you doing that, that marathon this year? And he said, he said, I've been thinking about it. He go, and I go, dude, let's do it. If you do it, let's do it together. And then, and then, so I had committed. We're going to, I said, I said, how about we go tomorrow? Cause I hadn't ran since, uh, October. I did like the Tulsa run of 15 K and, and we we're like, all right, let's do it. We'll meet tomorrow at like 7 AM or something. And, uh, man, I wake up and I, it was like 30 something degrees. It was super cold. And I just, I didn't want to go. I was just like, man, I, I just don't want to go. Like right. this, this is making running even more miserable. Right. Like, and, and then, but I was like, no, I told this dude I would go. Mm -hmm. And which that's where it shows that accountability right. works so well. Like, I mean, you talk about how you would bring people in. I mean, I, I remember I never once saw you working out alone. You were there with like people right. to where, you know, and, and it goes back to the thing of like, you are who you surround yourself with. And uh, so anyways, I went, ran, and then uh, he kept me accountable to go and run. Mm -hmm. And then I pushed him a little bit. And then uh, right after that, I was just like, all right, now I have to go do what I like, which I went to CrossFit and, uh, and then I was doing box jumps and then that's kind of when that, that all happened. But oh. yeah, yeah. And uh, so, but, but that's what I'm saying is like, everybody like watches me and they think like, it, like it's easy for him because he just, you know, I've been, I've been posting a lot of videos of me doing workouts, like still with the cast on and everything. And people are like, I can't believe you're doing that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, 
I have to do it or else like I'm already going to come back not the same. Like I might as well come back the best that I can be, you know? Right. And a lot of people are watching that and they're saying, wow, if he can do it, I can do it, you know? Yeah. I mean, same thing with me. It's like, like you said, you would never see me work out alone. And reason being is because people knew that I was going to be there regardless. But if they don't want to go, if they see me do it, they're going to go ahead and gravitate towards that and want to do it as well. So it's one of those things where for me it's easy. When it comes to the gym, me lifting – I could do that all day. Yeah. But the whole cardio stuff, running and things like that's one of the things I would say, man, listen, uh, kudos to you. I can't do it. Yeah. I don't like running. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but with, 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 with one thing I wanted to tell you is like bodybuilding, right? For me, bodybuilding goes hand in hand with life. Um, bodybuilding was the best thing that's ever happened to me when it comes to everything overall because it, it takes a lot of discipline and determination. Absolutely. You know, when it comes to anything when it comes to bodybuilding, especially when you have a goal to get on stage and compete versus, you know, people who are working just as hard as you. Every day you have that daily grind. You're like, okay, well, if I miss a workout, if I miss a meal, or if I miss, you know, my cardio session or whatever, there's somebody out there that's trying to, you know, within your same, pretty much that's doing the same thing as you might be working 10 times harder than you are. So it takes a lot of discipline and determination to be able to say, okay, well, let me get up and go ahead and do it. Even those times that you don't want to get up and do it because the closer you're getting to that part of making, getting on stage, the more lethargic, the more tired, the more, you know, things happen, life happens, yeah. especially when you have a family, things get harder, but you still got to say, okay, I got to get up and do it. I said, I had a goal in mind. I told myself, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this bodybuilding show. I got to get up and do it regardless, you know? Yeah. So, and also that relates to life that, yeah. that transfer over to life. So when I tell people life is like bodybuilding, you have to have discipline. You have to have goals. You have to know what you want, what you're after. And so that, that transition over to life for me. So now when I'm able to do business deals and, be able to do everything that I love doing when it comes to business. It's just the same thing as bodybuilding. I'm I'm very disciplined, determined to go ahead and get this deal done, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, that's that one thing too about that for me. Anytime that I I I experience any pain, I honestly get a little bit excited about it because where there's pain, there's growth. Mm -hmm. And whenever you go through something painful, um, like for example, now. I, you know, I, I, I tore my Achilles and then if I go and, you know, smash my finger on the door, sure, that's going to hurt, right. but I'm like, it doesn't hurt that's anywhere much. near to like what that, what that, you know, did, you know, what I experienced whenever I hurt myself in a worse way. You know, it's funny. So many people ask me, they're like, oh my gosh, did it, was it like, it, was it like the worst pain you've ever, ever been on? And I go, no, actually I am thankful for this because whenever I was a sophomore in high school, I played football. Mm played running back I got in the game and I'm running the ball right up the middle and then big linemen just come and just crush me and I dislocated my hip mm. and dude that pain was literally the worst pain I've ever been the ambulance came took me to the to the hospital and you know anytime you see an ambulance with uh with the patient in it they're rushing to the hospital this ambulance was going super slow <laughs> because 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 if like and even even if they were going super slow any bump that they would hit oh, yeah, like it was just it. like right. i felt it and i was just like can we like i was like they're going too fast cuz like i in so this of course like it's like a breeze and that's the thing too is that with working out like one of the reasons why people are like i don't get how you wake up so early and you go do this and i go because that makes my day easier if i put my 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 mind and my body through something just painful to start the day off mm -hmm. 
everything else is going to be easier. When, when do you normally work out? So <clears throat> it, it varies for me now, especially these days where yeah. I have so much going on. But I tend to try to get it in before like around one o'clock. The reason being is because I already had about two meals in me. I don't like lifting weights without eating something. You know, yeah. a lot of times people, you know, they like to go ahead and go ahead and work out on the empty stomach. I can't. Yeah. So around one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon. Gotcha. So, you know, what you talk about bodybuilding and how hard it is. I mean, I know a little bit about it and I know that it's super hard. There's a reason why I never got into it just because uh, friends of mine that did, um, I mean, it's like a second job, really. Oh, and, yeah. and then, like you said, towards the end, like, I mean, it puts you in, in like, you're probably not in a good mood. Most people aren't because you're literally just. Yeah, you're in the caloric, you're in the caloric deficit. Yeah. You know, the whole time. And at that point, it's like, at that point, even if you get up there and, you know, hopefully you win or you do well, it's like, you look back and I go, and you're like, oh man, now I can't take back, you know, talking to my wife or my kids like that or my friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. But, um, but one of the biggest things that people don't realize is you have to do so much work in the gym. Mm -hmm. But so many of it comes back with, like, your diet plan oh, and all that correct. stuff. And then that, to me, like, I'm like, dude, my diet has always been the worst, which is something that I, I'm curious to know if you, if you know anything about this. But the only thing that has helped me out, and I've done it now for almost two years, is intermittent fasting. Oh, no. So I'm, on, I'm the opposite of you. I actually, I go to the gym now. I don't even take pre-workout. Whenever I met you, I was working at GNC, right. uh, GNC at the uh -huh. time. Dude, I was just popping pills, right. you know, left and right just because we had access to supplements and stuff. Right. So it got to the point where, dude, I would take my my pre-workout that some of these things have like 400 uh, milligrams of caffeine and I wouldn't feel anything. And and then so I fried my like my system. And then so I took like a complete year off caffeine, came back and it was good. Right. But now like I just, you know, I go work out at my normal routine before this this happened. I would go um, to the 6 a.m. class and uh, I, I empty stomach. Like I probably like I try to stop uh, to eat at no, no um, uh, later than 8 p.m. or sometimes earlier. Okay. And then I, I get home and then I'll have a coffee because that doesn't break your fast. So all I can do is coffee or water. But I've been super disciplined with that. And I, I did see uh, a transformation in my body. So how, how long you been doing this? For almost two years. Sure. Yeah, but I saw results probably within the first 90 days or so. And and honestly, like what I tell people all the time, I was actually talking to somebody about this last night. I said, I never felt like I was fat, but like looking back at pictures, like I, f I was like uncomfortable. You was just thicker. Yeah, I was just uncomfortable. And now like I don't ever feel bloated. Like I wear a whoop and, and I uh, I track all my stuff, like my recovery and everything. And, and, and it has a journal. And one of the questions is, did you did you feel bloated yesterday? And literally it's maybe once a month of that. And it's normally on the weekends because okay. like I'm eating more. But of course, not everybody's a fan of that. Um, I know that it has a big following. But what are your thoughts to, uh, about that? Um, the, whole, uh, the whole in the manifest? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> me personally, I'm not a big fan because, uh, I've always been on like a whole bodybuilding regimen where you're eating five to six meals a day. Yeah. And for me, um, on that fasting situation there is like, well, I feel weaker, you know, yeah. my, I'm, I'm not as strong as I should be at the gym at that time whenever if I'm, I'm fasting, you know? So for me, I'm not a big fan just because of it, but I know a lot of people that's done it. And it, it worked wonderful, you know, especially if you're trying to cut fat, lose weight, things like that. Um, 
but just you know it wasn't one of those things that yeah. I wasn't a big fan you no, know? And I have a lot of people that are like I don't know how you do it yeah, I, I, have, I, I don't know either I have a girl I have a girl at our gym and you look at her she counts her macros and everything and mm -hmm. dude she looks I and and I think she's she, you know she's not like she, I think she's probably um in her mid-30s or something like but she I mean she looks um like her body looks like it has no body fat. I mean, she looks super strong and uh, she's always like, I cannot believe that you're not eating. Like, this is so bad for you, right. like this and that. But I'm just like, I, but you know, every, all this, all the things that I've like researched on it, it, if you really think about like back whenever, you know, however many years ago, like we didn't have so much access to food Correct. and then, but, but what's crazy is that like, like, like right now, I had I have not eaten since like last night at probably like I don't know like six thirty p.m. and my mind feels so focused right now. Nice. Just because it's like I, I don't know. It just see works now, like that. now nowadays I'm like that. I mean now I'm only eating about two three times a day if I even hopefully three times yeah. a day. You know because I'm so busy nowadays. I'm not as I'm not as just I'm I don't have much free time like I used to. Yeah. So I don't get hungry as much or I don't sometimes I don't remember to eat. You know that's yeah. my thing. I don't remember to eat. And so now I'm eating about twice a day and I feel, I feel all right because I'm not no longer have no goals when it comes to the gym. When it comes to, you know, back then I used to be like, man, I just want to get bigger. I want to, I want to build more muscle. I want to look this way. What's the biggest you've ever gotten? 280 pounds. So 280. 20 more pounds than what you're at right now? Yes. But I was still lean. You know, mm -hmm. the body yeah. fat wasn't there. You know, I yeah. was just so determined to get so big. You know, back then I had like this whole stigma of me wanting to go pro. I wanted to get a, a pro card. I wanted to compete professionally and make make this a living, you know. And um, <laughs> funny thing is, my wife <laughs> she hated it. She hates bodybuilding. My wife would just she despises it because it's a selfish it's a selfish thing. When it comes to bodybuilding, it's all about you, you know. And when you have a family, you have kids, you have a wife who who needs your attention, your time, and things that. You know, you couldn't do because I couldn't go out and eat, eat dinner with them because I can't eat a certain way. So I'm, I'm how many times were you eating back then when you were at twenty? Uh, about seven to eight meals a day. And we're talking about normal sized meals. Normal sized meals. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Dude, that's crazy. And, and I, I, um, it's funny. People will always assume they're like uh, that. I don't like. You know, have so many people will say like. I don't watch TV because I don't have time and stuff. Mm -hmm. So for me, one of one of my biggest stress relievers besides working out is like just sitting down and like watching like a show that I'm really interested in and taking my mind off of something. So, uh, and I'm big into like documentaries. Mm -hmm. uh, so I've watched like um, Pumping Iron and stuff like that, but but I just watched one which is a little different, but you didn't, you, didn't, you really got to see what you're talking about. Have you seen that um, documentary or heard of it called Killer Sally? Yeah, I've heard of it, but I never watched. It. So you know the the whole show. It's like uh, about she ends up killing her husband and stuff. But but when they're telling they, the they story, they both bodybuilders, right? Yeah. They're both bodybuilders. But this guy was like, it, it it made me think of that. This guy was like, like he was like, I have to go. Like this is the only way that That's I'll be able to do. It. And it shows like he didn't have a job. He couldn't have a job right. because like he was working out and That's eating it. all the time, That's and it. and he had to have her like you know do some crazy stuff to be able to provide. Mm -hmm. um, in order for, I mean, I think she said that he was eating, uh, don't quote me on this, but I think it was like 60 eggs a day or something yeah, like yeah. insane. And this guy was huge. So, yeah, you, I, so yeah. I really got to see a little bit of like, man, right. people's like families it, and it, lives. It's extreme. Crazy. It's yeah. extreme. It, it is extreme because you go the limits where, you know, you're, you're losing a lot of time from your family, you know, cause yeah. it's a selfless thing, you know, but, um, 
but I was doing it naturally, you know, within. Oh, that's the thing yeah, too. Yeah, that. and that's one thing that you know people tend to judge you on because they assume that you're doing all the other extra yeah. curriculums that bodybuilders tend to do. And no, it was for me it was harder at the game because I, I was more athletic. I, I, I'm taller. I have a bigger frame and a lot to fill in. You yeah. Know? So it took a lot more for me to get to those heights of things you know so it wasn't as easy so i had to really 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 struggle when i say struggle was do a lot more than the average person who was doing all that yeah. extra curriculum you know what i'm saying yeah so how does that work is it is it like anybody can take steroids and if they go and do a show or or like do they test you like how does that work so you got different divisions like you got the NPC. NPC is the whole is the National Physique Committee. Okay. And that right there, they don't test you. You can do whatever you want. There's a lot of people who who's on this stuff, and there's a lot of people that aren't. You know, and so for for the people who aren't, they, they have a less less advantage. You know, they're in the disadvantage. They're just doing it just to do it because they know they're not gonna win. Yeah. You know, you're standing next to these people who are just massive. Yeah. You know, and they they also have the all natural shows, which you know they do test you. So those, I mean, you got your choice or, you, or whichever one you want to do. Gotcha. Yeah, that was one of the things that he was the the, the guy from the show. He was taking so much stuff, oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah. and that was another thing that she had to keep paying for. And yeah. then, but but the, but the commentators in the back were saying like, there there is no way that you can compete. No, at it's that hard. It's if hard you, to compete. And that's why you can't. I can't go pro. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. just too much. How, did you ever believe that uh, Liver King was was uh, uh, like? Natural, you know who that is? Who? Uh, this guy named Liver King. Liver King? Yeah. You, you don't know who that is? No. Oh, gosh. You got you to gotta look that guy up. Liver King? Liver King. Okay, I'll have to look him up. This guy's just like... Massive? Like shredded. He's he's big. He's really big, but he's shredded. But okay. he blew up on social media um, because uh, he, the way he looked and the crazy workouts that he did... Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really do bodybuilding or like CrossFit, but it's kind of like a mixture of both. Okay. He's like really strong. And then, but he would be like, this is all natural. Like the way that I'm getting like this is by eating liver. That's why they call him the liver. And he, oh. eats, he, he eats like crazy stuff, man. Okay. Like, like raw stuff. And, and anyways, everybody was like, yeah, right. You know, you're on steroids, blah, blah, right. blah. And then it, it came out, you know, and he came out and apologized and it was, you know, it was crazy. So are you pretty good at t- like seeing somebody and being like, I, no, I'm not you're actually, not? I, I used to be able to, I'm well, not used to, but I, you kind of assume and you can look at a person and be like, man, I think he's on something. Cause I, I people, Ten people, I used to hear it all the time about me. People be yeah. like, man, he's taking stuff. And then I used to hear it. And it used to bother me back then because I'd be like, man, no. Because, you know, I worked this hard, but then I'm like, oh, it's hard. I'm not I'm not going to be able to prove to everyone, you know, yeah. it's, it's whatever. But then after a while, I just took it as a, as a compliment. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, well, thank you. All exactly, right. yeah. <laughs> because if you're so assuming that I am, that means I'm doing something right, you know. Yeah, so, that's, that's a good way to take it just absolutely. because uh, – Criticism can be um, something that can either help you or hurt you, really. And, uh, you know, one of the things, too, that I noticed is that um, you said, you know, you talk about, hey, you tell your trainers that they're a walking billboard. Well, we're living in a different world now, too, where where you're instead of like handing out a business card, you're you're you have a resume like uh, on your social, social media, media self yeah, stuff. And, and that's something that you've done that's great out as well, too. And I think that that helps. uh with any time that you're wanting to, you know, get into different businesses, because at that point, um, people know you, they like you and they trust you. Right. And then they're, they're like, they don't feel like they're being sold. 
And uh, so tell me a little bit about of like how you've, de- how you developed your, your personal brand, social media, you know, growth, stuff like that. And how that has helped you. Uh, with the whole social media stuff as I mean, when I first started bodybuilding, there wasn't around at the time. So it was more of a, like I told you, it was more in person, more seeing, more word of mouth. But as social media grew, which Instagram helped me a lot because I was able to post my workouts and, and kind of like build a following from there. So it was organic. It wasn't more like, oh, let me go ahead and you know try to build me a brand and be able to um, continuously just try to get it out there. It was more just organic. It was just something new. And I was like, man, I enjoy this because I was getting a lot of feedback from people like, oh, that's cool. How much was you lifting there? Or, you know, how do you do this workout? Oh, man, I saw your workout say... Um, I, want, I, I did some of your workouts today. So that was kind of cool for me to hear from other yeah. people when I run into them. Be like, oh, man. So, you know, this is kind of helping people to be able to, you know, get up. And they were like, oh, I saw your workout. It made me want to go to the gym or made me want to sign up to a gym. So those, that was the reason why I was doing it. It was more for like, oh, let me grow my brand for training. It was just more like uh, people would get more, they would get motivation from it, you know. Were you pretty consistent, though? Uh, yeah, I, I was. I was at the time. I how, was much, more, how much were you posting? Uh, pretty much every day. Yeah. Uh, but in my story, not posting as far as to post on the. Okay. So I was posting story more more than than just posting on making the post because <laughs> me I, I just didn't know what to say a lot. You know when you make a post, people tend to want to get these high quotes and stuff like that. A lot of times I catch myself wanting to post something. And I'm like, well, I don't know what to say. Yeah. So I just make stories. I just post on my yeah. story. And, and you're like, it's to, gonna it's yeah, gonna be people, gone. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be gone. Yeah. You know, tomorrow, so I have to post a new story because I work out every single day. So every single day I would just posting my workouts you know yeah and then people just gravitated from there before you kind of got the audience that you did how much were you posting on your on your actual um feed feed on there do you remember (sighs) probably like once a month twice a month seriously absolutely that's crazy absolutely yeah so that's the thing too is that people people seem to kind of overthink so what helped me was my so like i said i had I had tons of clients. I have tons of people yeah. who believed in me. So what happened? What was happening is the members to the gym that was posting for me. Yeah, they would make their post and you know tag the gym or tag me yeah. in it. And so that's what grew my following actually because it wasn't all me. It was it was just yeah. me. People had me having clients to come in and believe in my work and they'll po- talk about me or they'll make posts of their own and they'll tag me in it and so other people tend to you know follow me from there and do that that way but it wasn't more like i wasn't paying for ads or yeah, yeah. me making posts that kind of grew my content it was the people that was coming to the gym to see my work you know so yeah so many people in the in the world that we live in now um where people want things and then what they want them now mm-hmm. um they don't realize how important like um people help like organically oh, to be able to because absolutely. at that at that point like the algorithm picks that up and they're like wow this place must right. be you know blown right. up and everything what's one of the biggest pains that uh, or, or that you have felt since starting the gym that maybe you weren't expecting pains yeah um just I'm, I, I don't know i don't know i don't know as far as pain just watching people come and go I yeah mean, you know you the same way you get them, the same way they go. Yeah. You know, a lot of times people don't aren't consistent where, you know, they'll try for a month or two and they'll just like, oh, this ain't for me. I just, you know, it's too much for me or, you know, I enjoy the gym and, you know, I just had other things going that I couldn't come back to the gym or things like that. Those are the pains because you, 
So I've created a, a sort of a niche, hard body, where people come in, they feel welcome. It's more of a family atmosphere. People just come in and feel just the vibes, you know. And I was just talking about this with somebody here. <laughs> so I was just telling because she was telling me pretty much, okay, when she first came to the gym, she was so intimidated by the gym. I get this a lot from many people. They're, they're intimidated. They hear the name hard body gym. They come in. A lot of people are fit. They're just like, you know, man, I don't fit in. And I tell them, no, man, because it's a family atmosphere. As soon as you come in, my job is to make you feel welcome and make you want to be a part of something. And everybody's got the same common goal. So we're all working towards the same thing. And so once they come in and try out the gym, they fall in love with it, you know. And that's my niche when it comes to just the good vibes, good energy, good people. When you come in there, you feel welcome. It's just the community of just love, you know. And that's one thing I, I try to make sure we have in that in my, within my brand hard body you know yeah so because there's many gyms out here i tell people there's a lot of gyms out here that has wonderful stuff great you know equipment just good you know but the vibe aren't there the vibe is not there you know and so yeah that's one of the things that I yeah I, I can see if you're putting so much energy and heart behind it to to create that environment and then mm -hmm. people just kind of go in and out like mm -hmm. it being a little bit like more hurtful rather than yeah. than um than like a gym for example like planet fitness mm -hmm. that they're they're making it to where they just want they just want to make it so um cheap so people can just get memberships they're not going to cancel and, right. and and even if they do cancel they're going to um uh, like they don't care right. really. I mean, it's just right. a big corporation type right. of thing. So, um, man, so what, um, what's kind of, like, what's, where do you see the gym going like in the, in the future? Just doing so, wonderful things right now. We're in the, um, uh, sorry. So <clears throat> what was funny is, um, I have a few people hitting me up wanting to franchise it. Okay. You know, I got this guy who called me from Houston, you know, just asking, hey, man, I've heard so much great things about your gym. Um, I know a few people that's been there, you know, and it's their way. You could franchise it, try to bring it out here and things like that. And then another guy from Oklahoma City, same thing. Hey, you know, are you willing to franchise it? So I'm in a, right now trying to, you know, see if I, you know, do something like that. Yeah. So trying to see if it makes sense, you know. Yeah. That's um, awesome. From 25 uh 2,500 2,500 to 5,000 to now 10,000 10, now to franchise yes. potentially potentially yes that, that's pretty awesome yes. man I mean I, I give it all to God man at yeah. the end of the day man I'm, I, I don't know what my faith is more of a I'm a big firm believer man you know there's nothing out here you can do alone you know within just just doing the right things at the end of the day you know when it comes to it because uh, you know without God it's just you know what what can we do you know? yeah exactly like, you completely know. agree with you on that man yeah. man well I just want to say thank you again for coming on Absolutely. and and thank you, you know and I, I'm I'm glad that that we're I was able to kind of hear a little bit of the story and everything like um, I think we both said that you know we kind of had been seeing each other like on social media and stuff and what what um, had been going on, but it was good to kind of get into detail and stuff. And, um, one of the last questions that I always like asking people, um, is what is the best advice that you've ever received? Um, in order for listeners to, um, just feel that, uh, if that's something that they can take today, which I'm sure we've already covered a lot of great things, um, that I'm sure that people are going to, uh, be able to take and hopefully implement in their life and make their life better. But um, I'm, I'm always curious kind of what's the one thing that people that come in here and talk to me, because I think we all have that yeah, one thing that we're like, man, I think it was because of this, the, this advice that it took me to where I am today. So what's that for you? 
For me, I think um, that's a great question, man. Um, for me, I think it's just having the attitude of gratitude, just being thankful. You know, we don't have to be here. You know, it's one thing. It's never promised. Tomorrow's not promised. Today isn't promised. So when you wake up and you're able to breathe air, that you can do whatever it is that you want to do. At the end of the day, as long as you put your effort, your mind into it, and your soul and your heart, you know, so just having the attitude of gratitude, thank God for, for everything you have, even if it's bad. Some days you may have bad days, some days you have good days. But at the end of the day, if, you're, if your attitude is positive and your attitude is just, you know, you're thankful for what, what's to come, and I think, you know, sky's the limit, you know. So. Yeah, um, I think whether you think you are a victim or a victor, mm. you're, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's uh, situation is different, mm-hmm. but not anyone out there including people that we think that they do have the perfect life right and at the end of the day you have the you're the one that has the 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 power and the decisions to to say and 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 show people how you're going to react and you know last but not least you know going back to you saying like you're a walking billboard regardless and then especially whatever you're posting on social media you're, people don't realize how many people that they're influencing without, like, people think, like, oh, I only have a 1,000 followers or whatever, or, like, hey, I only work in an office where there's only, like, two other people or whatever, but but people don't realize, like, whether you're influencing, you know, one person or well, thousands of one. people, like, yeah. It, it's, yeah, it, it's crazy. So that's awesome, man, because um, at the end of the day, faith and fear are the same thing, Absolutely. right? So. Thanks for coming on, man. Where if, where can people find you um, uh, on social media and all that good stuff? Uh, so on Instagram, I'm GL Hardbody, uh, Facebook, George Lopez. Um, you'll see make sure you around. get the right. Make sure you get the right one, right? <laughs> right, 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 man. But no, man. Thank you for having me, and you're doing great things, man. You're it's an honor to be on your show, man. Thank I appreciate you. you, man. Thank you so, so much. Thank you.